Thanks for tuning in to the No Mercy TV podcast. All donations are greatly appreciated. Whatever you can spare, whether it's $1, $2, whatever you can to help this platform get to a better place. Thanks for tuning in. No Mercy TV podcast. No Mercy here, along with Jesse Reekin, episode number two. Yes, it is. Um, fixed up the camera for you guys. Yeah, <laughs> got a better spot for y'all and everything. Um, we should be interviewing Cortez today. You know, I'm waiting for him to pull up. Um, it's a lot of things that happened within this past week. Um, let's start with none other than uh, Pearly Gates Three. Okay. Let's go. Um, it was from the beginning. Okay, go ahead. I'm sorry. All right. I didn't watch Craig Lamont. Oops. That's the only bad I didn't see yet. I ain't going to lie. I didn't either. <laughs> okay, okay. Did you see Sirius Jones? And yes, I did. Okay. And we talked about it. Yeah, yeah. What did you, you think about that battle? I thought it was a classic. Honestly. I think you owe me 20. Sirius Jones 2-1. <laughs> Here this nigga go. Reaching, trying to win a bet. You re- surf reaching right now. <laughs> Uh, it was a do- it was a dope battle. I saw a recap that said that battle was boring. I'm like, these people don't watch battle rap that much if they saying that. Because they already the, the problem is they already had low expectations of that battle. Mm. Like I, I I did too, honestly, because I'm not a Sirius Jones fan. Yeah, you were saying. So when I see him get matched up with people like Ill Will, I'm thinking he going to get like super body. But when has he ever got bodied? That's the part I don't understand that that you thought that was going to happen. When have we ever seen Sirius Jones get bodied? Hmm. See that? He, it's a it, tough one. You might be right about that. And, and then look, even his confidence, <clears throat> it it's tough to be the dude that cocky. At some, I, you ma- know what it is with serious. I think maybe I just don't like. Um, you don't like his cockiness. I, I don't like his, That's what it is. That that might be it. But the problem is, you can be arrogant and cocky, but at least be fire enough to back it up. And I don't feel like like serious Jones is all right. But for his level of arrogance, you would think he's like Mook. Like Mook Nice. Yeah, yeah. Mook can yeah. be that arrogant because he one of the best. And even Mook's not that arrogant. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> uh, you know, but, but that's But as, I, as a man, he has a right to be, you know, I got, if that's who he is, that's who he is. But I just feel like as far as battling Sirius Jones. Tell you the truth, that's why. Why Boone say, motherfucker, you was not that nice. Oh, shout out, uh, shout out Adi. He's coming out. So. Yes. Shout out Adios, my guy, man. Um, man. Were you there when I battled him? No, right? No, I wasn't there. I watched him kick your ass, though. Never, never happened. <laughs> you can go look it up. Adi Boom versus Jesse Regan. 40 ounce Jess, actually. 40 ounce Jess. I forgot. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Corona Jess. Corona Jess. Corona, Corona. 24, 24 ounce Jess. <laughs> Corona Extra Jess. Like, you, you switching up? You don't do 40s no more? I don't do 40s no more. Okay, so you Too late for that shit, Straight Corona. Hold on. How many ounces is this? 24. 24 ounces? But I got four of them. 24. We ain't doing the math right now. Um, 24 ounces, Jess, or Corona. Corona. We're going to figure something out. Jess need a new battle name. That 40 ounce <laughs> Jess is done. He don't do 40s no more. He lightweight, so. And um, I, t- I told you how personal I could get on bars I just spit for you right now. You stupid. Uh, <laughs> um, um, so, all right, look. 
so Jones, I think he was even though what else what was spitting was dope. It was math jokes. That shit is six years old, but still fire. He he did it in a creative way, and also young ill bars. I don't like that. This MC hasn't been writing before, so he doesn't have nothing to put in there. Like that ain't his problem. I mean, but it's like I was supposed to be battling young ill, and if it was here, this is what I would say. <laughs> He's not there though. It, 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 it's but, but, but you, but it's you, I, I feel like you still are supposed to acknowledge it. Yeah, in a certain way. As long as it's fire and it hits, you feel me? Like, I'm always for creativity. So, if the joint is fire and it hit hard, then why not? That's how I feel about you saying, like, about the angle about, you know, Sirius Jones getting hit. I'm pretty sure a lot of people feel like, oh, why do you keep on bringing up the math shit, blah, blah. But if the shit fire, look, the, the blog Ill Will did was about the math punching Sirius Jones. People saying that's one of the funniest blogs in battle rap ever. Yeah. And it's based on an old angle. But it's six years old. <laughs> like, but if, if, if the blog is still funny, I, it's funny. You gotta give okay, it you know what? I, I, you know, I'm thinking that I really don't like it when, when rappers do it. But then I'm thinking, actually, when Solomon did Enos and he did the whole cheesecake shit, that shit was like six years and Solomon <laughs> kind of framed him. Fr- fried him. So... All right, you, I may take my opinion back on that one. Look, um, angles don't get old as long as y'all not doing. If y'all not doing the same exact bars, we good money. When y'all start doing the same exact bars, that's when the angles get old. That's you understand? true. But if you switch it up and make it a little creative, then you get points for that. I still got two one Jones, most fire line of the battle. Delusional. Is, um, Still a lost nigga. We gonna find him eventually, but right now Jesse's the lost nigga. Of this podcast. I'm not a legend. What he say? I'm not a legend because what I did. I'm a legend because that's who I, I am. Yeah, <laughs> that was fire. That was oh, fire. Um, the only round I felt Jones got clear was the second, but the first and third I felt was dead even. Like I gotta watch that battle over again because I don't. I, f- I really don't feel like it's a clear winner. And I'll be dead honest. I only. I think I only seen that battle once. Mm-hmm. The only battle I saw multiple times was Matt Fresh Matt Solo. You know, I watched that five times. Um, I thought Calico and Big K was a uh, was a snooze fest. That was a, if anything, that was a boring battle. Yeah, that battle was boring. Um, it it was one of them battles where me, if a battle was boring, I'm just gonna zone out and listen to the material. And material wise, I thought Calico was the better man. That day. Yeah. Me you too. know what I'm saying? That, that just me. A lot of people are giving it to Big K 2-1, which, you know, is cool, I guess, but I wasn't a fan of Big K in that battle. You feel what I'm saying? So I, I felt like Calico got it. Um, I want to address something else, too. Right. Was your pay-per-view freezing? Nah. No, oh. I, I, I probably had, like, one or two jumps, but that's regular for me. No, mine was doing it a lot, so it might have been my phone then. Okay. <laughs> Stop watching pay-per-views on the Nintendo DS and you'll be good money. <laughs> Nintendo DS not even supposed to play internet. Like, it's an so. Android. And I still pay for it, so I can watch it. You got no DS trying to watch <laughs> battle rap pay-per-views. Like, fuck is wrong with you, Jesse? But, um, uh, I agree with you. It was boring. It was good to see Rex up there in battle rap. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. You know, and I wasn't the only one that, I, you know, I was like, oh, shit, look at Rex. Like, and then it's cool when you go on YouTube comments and, and mad people are mad happy people also. Too. They're like, Me, personally, I don't pay too much attention to who's on stage. But you know what? Considering Rex hasn't been battling, it yeah, it, it's kind of good to see him. We we need Rex back. We need. I need a Rex battle in twenty nineteen. Yeah. I don't care about that re shit. Like, 
Rex is one of those people. Rex versus Mook? Ooh, that would be a goodie. Rex would get dogged. But, <laughs> listen, Rex is one of those people that no matter how much of a decline he be on, I want to see him. You feel what I'm saying? Like, if everybody got that battle up. And that, what, no, no matter how much of a decline they on, you still want to see that person. Like, I think me and you have the same battle. Yeah, with Rex, definitely. You know what I mean? Uh, but I think, I think, and the thing about Rex, too, is even if he's on that decline and he comes back with that one battle, everybody's going to be on his dick again. Of course. Oh, of course. Shit, you know how battle rap works, man. You feel what I'm saying? Like, like that, I said, That's why I actually give it up to Verve fans. Verve fans, I think, are loyal fans, actually. Mm-hmm. I have yeah. mad Verve fan friends. Shout out to my boy JK. He's one of them. You Verb could do no wrong by the eye. Even if they do. <laughs> he was like, all right, Verb lost, but he's going to take this next one, <laughs> you know? Yeah, yeah. Verb fans are loyal. Verb fans are definitely loyal. Um, And then we got the main event, Hollow and Math. Damn, that's it, right? Three battles? There's nothing. Not no, well, well, I didn't watch the one. Oh, didn't watch the, yeah, I didn't watch um, it. Oh, shit. Um, math, 3 0. Easy. Easy. You know, I for once I did a recap and I didn't get e thugged by Hollow fans because pretty much everybody agreed I that. that. Yeah, like you know they be dogging me in the comments to my Hollow recaps, and I I went straight to the recaps to see the comments. Straight to the comments, yeah, and like, yeah. You got love, you got love. You know what I mean? Like yo, for for once, y'all cannot deny this. That man got smoked like bad. No, now now it's coming out. Now it's coming out that he did it. The the first night. You couldn't deny it. Now you got a couple people saying, "Oh, well, he said he didn't lie on the that they lied in the third round in the interview." We, so we're not we're not worrying about interviews and trying to prove because that that's when battles get corny. Like when you got to go on interviews and try to say, "Hey, well, this is right, this is wrong," and you know, give niggas points for creativity. And let me speak on this too. If you're a boxer and you go in there and you get your ass whooped and you lose, and you come out and you go. Actually, if you pay attention to this round, this round, this round, I won. Because, you know, every boxer uses the same excuse. Tim Bradley thought he won against Manny Pacquiao. We never gave him that pass. <laughs> so why are we giving Hollow that pass, right? <laughs> like, why do we give battle rappers? And it's not only Hollow. It's happened a couple times where a battler would lose a battle. Mm-hmm. They'll do an interview and they'll be like, oh, yo, you know what he's saying is true. I actually give that battle to him. No, you don't, man. Look, look at it like this. Adrian Broner. Just says he beat Pacquiao. <laughs> but he got dogged for that, though. Like, what? Um, I know I beat that boy. Math 3 my opinion, he did his recap, so he got a, a lot of what he wanted to say. My opinion, um, Math versus, it, it just told a lot. Body language from Hollow, um, the aggressiveness from Math. The bars were even better than him. The storytelling, uh... Yeah, he went longer, but there was no no complaints about the time. I didn't see AR. I mean, how to look at ARP and complain about the time? That's on his job. Yeah. If he wants to complain about that, that's on him. Uh, you remember I I had a battle on on, on the league battle rap arena when I started this shit. Okay. The saga versus Nodic the boss. Nodic spent three or four more minutes than than um Nodic. I mean, Saga spent four more minutes than Nautic. Okay. And that's what got and that's what got Norm's attention. Um, you know, if Nautic would have complained about the time, that's something we have to pay attention to. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, math, first, second. But I thought, did they have unlimited rounds? The, um, it was actually supposed to be 
four minutes. But then Saga said, uh, Saga told me, y'all got more than four minutes. So I said, yo, no, just keep spinning. But but see, this is my thing. Yo. Oh, oh, Baffin Hollow, you yeah, said? Yeah, yeah. No, the first two rounds were supposed to be five minutes, and the third round was supposed to be unlimited. It seemed like Mad spit five minutes to me. Nah, he spit like seven minutes around. Pro- nah, probably because of crowd reaction, but it, as far as raw material, that was five minutes. You think so? Yeah. Yeah. Because after watching so many battles now, I got it down packed for when, um, for, for time limits. Like, I could tell when a round is two minutes. I could tell when it's three. I could tell when something is five and, you know, it's crowd reaction. Yeah. Math, rant, math first and second was about five minutes. Yeah. Hollow rounds seem short to me. If oh, they so were so Hollow was probably like three minutes. Yeah, Hollow probably went three, three thirty. Okay. So okay. if he did, then that's his fault, like. Okay, I didn't. I didn't pick up on that. I wasn't paying. I just noticed that math went substantially yeah, longer he, he than, than Hollow. But also, he had fire material. That was funny. Look at me trying to make it about myself. Saga and Nautic have unlimited. Like, because. <laughs> <laughs> All right, and then body language. Oh, okay, the just the longer and like I said, the storytelling. Uh, and you know, even even if the LOM shit is true or not. Hollow didn't make it seem like it was a lie. You know, when he looked, it says, place swear to God, Hollow's looking at the floor. Uh, there's a lot of shit, man. A lot of shit. The, the Coney Island, the Co- the Coney Island shooting shit. He said. <laughs> People are dead calling Hollow Split Splash now. Split Splash the Dawn. Like, yo, no, what? but. <laughs> it's like, in my comments, that's what people were saying. I'm like, yo, this really make y'all really making this a thing. Like, But no, Hollow said. You could be ashore. How can I jump to the ocean from the ground? I get it, shore, ground, ocean. Yeah, yeah. But in Coney Island, you can jump off of a dock into the water. Yeah. It's not impossible to do that shit. That's true. <laughs> so he was like, how did I go from the ground to the ocean? Because you jump from the dock. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> like, the, the angle was corny. Uh, I mean, the rebuttal was corny. Yeah, his, and the funny thing is, his rebuttal didn't hit, but Mav's rebuttal hit. Yeah, <clears throat> like that. That I found that crazy. Like, no, nah, the, the funniest was though. He said, "You getting that ass? That's Colin. Yeah, that's Nolan. But gunshots. Where's Hollow in the ocean? Backstroke." <laughs> <laughs> yo, I yo Math three o all day, man. There's no way, yeah. no how. Yeah, y'all Hollow fans, y'all be alright. Even if everything comes out to be a lie. The battle's still the battle, and the battle was won. Yep. Well. Yep. So you know that's really it. Um. All right. Let's talk about some more current topics. The I can't say what I really want to say because of YouTube copyright restrictions, but Jussie Smollett, the the F word. That's what I'm calling him from now on. The Empress of Empire. That's his statement. I don't stand by that. That's his statement. Like. You staging your own attacks. What are you doing? You're trying to bait sympathy from people. From first of all, you say that. So first of all, you, didn't he say white guys with two white guys, hats, yep. two white guys with MAGA hats, put a noose around his neck and poured bleach on him, <clears throat> and said, "Oh, uh, what they 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 said racial slurs and they, homophobic and, slurs." And homophobic slurs. Turns out, the two guys on the camera footage were black. Nigerian, actually. One was an extra on Empire. The other was like a friend or something like that. 
and he paid them to attack him. <laughs> but then goes on stage at a concert calling himself the gay Tupac. Anon, in his interview, who the fuck would do something like <clears throat> this? Who would make up a story like this? You would, dummy. <laughs> That's your boy. You didn't even tell me that was your boy? No. You said I, first of all, I don't even watch Empire. I don't That's watch for it the females. I, I watch Power. Yeah, like, I, mean, I ain't gonna lie. I'm the same way. I don't watch Empire. Yeah, we, we don't watch Empire over here, buddy. Like, you feel what I'm saying? Keep all that garbage over there. And I'm glad I don't watch Empire because if I was, I would have supported now. I, but I heard they're supposed to be writing him off the show anyway. If they are, thank you. Well, his career is dead right now. Yeah, he's done. He's finished. And plus, he's about to go stand in front of um, a grand jury over this as a defendant. He should. So, if, if it if turns make, out... If, if you do some shit like this, you're wasting police time, you're wasting taxpayers' time... The government's time. You, you, you know, this this is an, um, an offense that should be charged. Yeah. yeah. You're, you're, you're wasting time here on an incident that never happened for your PR. Yep. You know, um, and that that wasn't that wasn't good. That wasn't a good move. So that whole story sounded fishy from the get. Yeah, it, it did. But people was willing to give it a chance because you know because he was it, a gay black male, and you cannot say nothing. And in this climate today, you're kind of scared to say, "Oh, this gay black guy is lying." Why? Because yeah. he's gay. Why? Because he's black. You know what I'm saying? You understand? And it just overall puts it's it's the boy who cried wolf. But it's more like the community that cried wolf because now it's going to make it look like all of us. When we say, yo, we just got attacked, mm. we're going to be in question now because of this guy. Yeah. You understand what I'm saying? So, I, I feel and like... to get it clear, a, he's, he's black, not gay. Because <laughs> God said gay black male. And you said all of us. What are you talking about? You, you, oh, uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, you had a reference to, yeah, in reference to the, to the black thing. I just want to get that clear. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But even... even I'm, but I'm talking about in the minority community. Yeah, you know, yeah. Of course, of course, of course. But um, goes for the gays, too. Yeah. Because now when uh, somebody from them that's in Hollywood claims that they got attacked, now we're going to question it. Yeah. Like, yo, are you? did you really get attacked or did you stage this for, you know, uh, PR reasons? Mm. You understand what I'm saying? So, um, Sick mind, man. Sick mind. Yeah. Matter of fact, we're going to hold this out. Oh, okay. Yeah. I'm this stepping out this segment. No, 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 no. Okay, no, no. Okay, no okay, okay. Okay. We gonna give him the L for the week. Like okay. you understand? That's just what it is. Like, I'll double a, down on that one. Yeah, <laughs> he a bozo for that, man. You feel what I'm saying? Like he nobody holds a bigger L right now than he does. You understand? That was just that was pathetic, man. All these people that's, you know, sitting up here feeling like, you know, he something actually happened to him. Like, come on, man, what are you doing? No. Um so, and and the, funny, the funny part, when I, see, when you hear the story, too, it's like, okay, you're out of two in the morning. <clears throat> These dudes with MAGA hats. What, I mean, what MAGA hat who, race-hating who, homophobic is watching Empire <laughs> like that? First of all, who puts on a MAGA hat at two o'clock in the morning? That's true, to too. To go outside. That's true, too. They might get into getting their ass kicked. <laughs> you like, what the hell? Like, in Chicago? That's yeah, that's true, too. Even though they say that part of Chicago stuff like that is quote-unquote you know, uh, likely to happen, but yeah. But who was around real. with a noose too? This shit is in the eighteen hundreds. You, going you around. go outside with a maga hat and a noose and bleach. Yeah, yeah. It was first of all, you would look suspicious carrying that around that time of night outside. And shout out to Joe Budden for questioning the shit. He was the first one to say 
well, he thought. Well, he we, we all question this shit. You feel what I'm saying? Like, Nobody did the public look like that though. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Everybody was like, "Oh, what kind of sick world are we in?" And then when the story started coming more and more, like, there's no camera footage. He didn't want to give his cell phone to the police officers. It's like, this know. is the thing, man. From now on, with this whole internet and the way technology works and everything now from now on i'm telling you right now i'm not believing nobody attacks unless i see footage mm. i'm not i have to see footage evidence um phone records i have to see something because if you just jump on the bandwagon and say yeah that's right rally for him he got attacked and then it comes to find out that it really didn't happen everybody is going to be looking stupid that road for this man you feel what I'm saying? So, nah, me from that one, and I'm standing on that. Like, I don't care who get mad about it. I'm not believing nobody until proof come out from that one. As so, as all y'all that, if, I don't care if you go outside, whatever happens, I'm talking about all types of whatever. I'm not believing it unless it's footage from that one. So, and yeah, I better and I, start look, walking around with body cams or something. Man. And I understand writing for your people. I really do. If you know, if a if a, if a port if this happened to a gay Puerto Rican or something, you know, of course I would f try to feel empathetic, and then, but you still have to question the story. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? That's like, a fact. It, it just if if shit doesn't make sense, it doesn't make sense, you know. And um, the story just didn't make sense. And like I said, he wasted crime. He wasted the cops' time. Mm-hmm. He wasted taxpayers' time. Mm-hmm. You know, now you got, and then you got these two people who actually found them trouble, but you know, they're stupid for taking the money anyway, too. Yeah. I would have been, if he would have asked me to state something like that, I'd be like, I'm not doing that shit, bro. <laughs> find somebody else. Yeah. Maybe I won't say nothing, <laughs> but you find somebody <laughs> else. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. That's crazy, man. Um, Michael Rappaport. Ooh, let's go. Today, no, was it last, I think it was last night on Twitter. Last night on Twitter. He um, pretty much came out saying um, Meek Mill is whack. Uh, he's trash. trash. Matter of fact, trash. We're gonna sit up there and read the tweets. I'm. A, I'm. A, I want to hear. I want to hear your side to the story. I, well, I want to. I want to hear who you got first before I say my opinion. Or you want me to say my opinion first? Who I got? Hold on. Hold on. We're gonna. We're gonna bring these tweets up first. Get the tweets. By the way, Michael Rappaport is a great actor. Meek Mill's is a great rapper. I do think, well, we're going to read the tweets, but uh, Meek's last album, not a lot of people fucking with it, uh, Rappaport has been an uh, advocate for the hip-hop community, strong fan of it, and he's been, uh, he's been a fan. He'll tell you what, 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 what rappers he likes and what he does it. Yeah. Uh... So before we get into the tweet, I don't think it's a race thing at all. Um, no, I don't think it's race. I don't think it's race involved. I do. Uh, like I said, uh, Michael Rappaport is one of my favorite actors. Maybe one of my favorite actors. I, I liked him in Boston Public, Higher Learning. Even though he played a Nazi, he still did a great role. All right, we're gonna read these uh, these, yeah, go ahead. these tweets one by one. All right, the first one came twenty three hours ago. Um, just pay attention to the red dot on the camera, because if it goes out, that means it's not reporting. Gotcha. Does Meek Mill have a hearing problem? Because he rhymes off the actual beat on everything he's on. <laughs> Literally off the beat, like no flow. 
I don't agree. Okay, I just want to make sure. Then he tweets again. Meek Mill, great story, great look, trash rapper, sorry. You make 300 songs, five will be okay. Hashtag Meek Mill. Meek Mill had a chance to prove he was a dope rapper and then came Drake. That was the moment to stand tall as a rapper. Like I said, great story, great look, probably going to do some positive stuff. None of that means you're a dope MC. Dragged by Drake. Well, Even though I don't agree with him, I like that tweet still. Where I'm from, if you get dragged by Drake and don't respond, you are and always will be whacked. <laughs> At least make it competitive. Re-up something. People catch feelings because you know I'm right about Meek Mill. When I say respond, I mean with something you can listen to more than once. Responding doesn't mean gobble wobble throttle. <laughs> I'm sorry seeing Meek Mill perform entirely offbeat again. This time the All-Star game got me in my feelings, pun intended. I started by saying he's going to do good things in real life, just hopefully on beat. Any one of you hip-hop bloggers, writers, and podcasters mad about my hashtag Meek Mill reality never been to the rooftop. Mm. None of you cornballs know what I'm talking about. Mm. Actually, well, know a lot of rooftop stories, but, you know. Um, but this is in response to some of Meek Mill tweets, so what are you going to do with the Meek Mill tweets afterwards? Yeah, I do okay. Uh, Meek Mill isn't even a top 20 rapper from Philadelphia, and you guys are mad at me. <clears throat> and, uh, not to mention... Picture with Nicki Minaj and Meek Mill. You trashing that man, but you was just asking for a selfie, bro. What are you doing? But that's from his Twitter, right? That's Michael Rappaport who actually tweeted it. Yeah, but, uh, this is, this is an old picture, obviously. But it's still, um, like, I think that is that it. it there? Okay, so go to Meek Mill's tweets. It, we're not going to read it in order of, like, tweet for tweet. Yeah, yeah. But that's, that's what he said against Meek. Now let's see what Meek said against him and stuff. Yeah, in response to that. Which warranted the replies and stuff. Hey, Michael Rappaport, don't ever use the word trash when you're speaking on nothing from my culture unless you're trying to get trashed. Who gave you authorization to be speaking on us? What you charging now? Last time I seen you, you wanted a selfie. Be great though on the net. And I don't follow him or know his name. I happily didn't add him right. Uh, he says, in reference to the selfie that he asked for, Hey yo, who's this? Anonymous. I think it's the, the I think it's the guy from White Man Can't Jump. Him. Meek. You so fired. You you give me that feeling of what hip hop is missing. I'm a fan. Can I get a selfie? Hurry wow. up and go ahead. I never Funny liked part you. Is since, I believe that story. I never liked you since you played Remy on the Roof. I kind of been on your ass anyway. I don't well. And that was it. Okay. And me left it alone after that. Uh, what do you think? Um, I'm not sure what maybe Michael Rappaport was listening to that made him feel like that. Um, everybody's entitled to their opinion, but. I think he could have went a little bit easy on Meek. I don't know. Well, did he say from. the All Star Game was the one that put it over the edge, and that's what made him start. Yeah, playing. so yeah. it was the All Star Game. But at the same time, how often are you listening to Meek Mill to have this much of a of bad criticism about him? Yeah, I, um. Okay. I, I, look. I, like I said, I'm gonna say again. Number one with the our culture resp uh, response, I don't think this is a race thing at all. 
I think no. Michael, Michael Rappaport's actually considered part of the culture. Yeah. You know, he's been on Breakfast Club. Uh, not to say that, but, you know, he's been a rap fan. He's always talked his opinion about rap. He didn't like the last Jay-Z album. And he could go with you for album for album, song for song. So his his credit does... It, he's somewhat credible. It, but, yeah. but when his, his criticism is credible. But when you go this hard on Meek, Meek is clearly not a trash rapper at all. Yeah. He's yeah. been grinding from for years now. Meek been really out 12, 13 years. He go back to the DVD era. He oh, started off oh, as a battler. Yeah, he did. But he also was still, you know, rapping, getting on cameras. And he wanted to get on every camera rapping. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You feel me? So he, he has a, a kind of a long track record. And, of course, not every song Meek gonna do is fire. But he has a long track record for... He has his intro off his first album, which is deemed a classic. Mm. Um, you got Tupac back. You got I'm a Boss. Like, Meek Mill has a ton of fire songs if you don't like other ones. I, you can't tell me there's a Meek Mill's... You, you can't tell me out of all of Meek Mill's music, you don't like nothing. Well, I'll, I'll say this much, too. It's weird at the time it's coming because his last album was fire. Classic to me. Everybody says, it's like you know... Um, it was album of the year contender, which made I think the timing is off. Mm-hmm. If he said this during Meek versus Drake, okay. Um, now I don't. I'm not. I can't really tell when a rapper rocks the beat like that. Um, you know, I'm tone deaf actually. I I could tell a little bit sometimes where I'd be like, oh shit, he did that dope, but I can't really recognize when it's whack. Okay. Uh, does Meek Mill ever go off the beat anytime? Um, Meek Mill goes in and out sometimes. Like, he'll have times where he's flowing one way. He'll switch it up sometimes according to the beat and stuff like that. But as far as him being off beat, no. Off beat is G Herbo, Silk the Shocker. Those are the two poster childs for being off beat and not really knowing how to rap. But now, Meek, nah. Like, Math said it, back to Math and we said, <laughs> Like he said, the beat go like this, and Hollow go like this, and then Hollow does his own thing. <laughs> that was funny. Uh, what is that true though? Does Hollow go off beat, or is he another one? I haven't listened to it. I, I know there's certain rappers that ride the beat, like Ludacris. You can tell he rides the beat and stuff. You wouldn't put Meek in that category of being one of the best, because I know Luda, Eminem. I could tell. Oh shit! They're they're going crazy on this beat. Hollow look on that. Look good. Yeah. Okay. Um. All the rappers that ride a beat, definitely M, um, Luda, definitely Luda. Um, I want to say even no Tony Ayo sometimes be all over the place. Um, Fifty, Fifty, but Fifty's a simpler rapper anyway. Like he he uses simple words and shit so that way he can catch a beat and shit like that. So he that's that's how he his secret that he got there. Um, DMX is good at catching a beat. Okay. You know? So. Anyway, my point being, I, I really don't know if that criticism is right or wrong. Nah, not for me, nah. I do think that Michael Rappaport, I I, I don't agree with him. Uh-huh. I think Meek is dope, but I love this little back and forth. 
I don't even think Meek is taking it that serious when he says I hated you from when you played Remy, LOL. Because, <laughs> you know, that's... Nah, but that was funny, though. <laughs> it, no, it's funny, but it, you already know the tension isn't that real. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Uh, I do believe... Now, what I do believe is, because the selfie that was shown, he he is there <laughs> taking the picture with him. Like I do, a fan. I do believe he told Meek that. Of course he did. He a fan. Like, what the fuck? Um... So, uh, or maybe Mike, according to Michael Rappaport, he's never drunk or, or done drugs. That's according <laughs> to him. He said that on the uh, Joe Budden pull-up. Never drank or did drugs. I don't okay. I mean, I don't know if that's true. It's according to him. So he, 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 looked, like a, he looked like a pretty sober guy. I'm, I'm, I'm trying to think, you know, if, if he was drunk during the All-Star game and he saw that performance, that gives it a little bit of an excuse to go on his Twitter rant. But you know what? He he might really not like me. He he might just really not like his music. Like I have people, some people that I hear like if I hear a Wale record, I might crash my car because I think he is terrible. Like I don't want to hear that. You feel <laughs> me? So it, it's some rappers that we all think are terrible that a lot of other people like. Yeah, you know. Um, yeah, I, you know. Maybe I. But oh, that's what I was gonna say. As a fan of, of both of them. I'm just going to sit back and enjoy the show. <laughs> of course. Of course. That's what you're supposed to do in a situation like this. You feel what I'm saying? Just, like, you know, just chill and enjoy. And, you know, that just be what it's going to be. You know? You heard about the 50 story, right? Oh, the the, the cop that told them to, to get the strap on them? Yeah. Yeah. What, what do you think about that? First of all, why why did that happen in the first place? Because I've seen the I article. Know. I wasn't, I didn't, I'm not, like, briefed on the details. But um, well, go go to Fifty's Twitter right now. We can read his tweets. All right, let's go to Fifty right now. Cause this is what he tweeted that got everybody talking. Curtis, I don't, I don't even know if the DJ. He ain't Fifty. Fifty said B K O. Cam smoked Fifty with that son, and I love Fifty. But listen, man. Nah, but Fifty did his thing too. Y'all niggas worship the ground I walk on. I get paid meals for tracks I talk on. <laughs> that was a dope, the funeral music. Oh yeah, yeah. I got paid. I, I got paid meals for tracks I talk on. Curtis, see what happens when you get. <laughs> He's like, oh, talking about. Oh, y'all doing the Jimmy? See what happens when you got sipping on the honey? <laughs> like, I, I. It was a good. It was a good battle. Good battle. Shaking my head. This guy is a gangster with a badge, Emmanuel Gonzalez, and is not fit to be a commanding officer. New York not safe. The gangsters. The gangster. Got a badge. <laughs> like, first of all, hey. this this how I woke up this morning. This guy, Emmanuel Gonzalez, is a dirty cop abusing his power. Oh, yeah, we can show the picture of, of him, right? The sad part is, uh, this man still has a badge and a gun. I take this threat very seriously, and I'm consulting with my legal counsel regarding my options moving forward. So then, okay, now, so what happened here is. To get the story even more, because I, I do remember now, I, I, did, I did read it this morning. Okay. On June 7th of last year, he had, uh, 50 was supposed to go to a boxing event, an NYPD boxing event. And this guy, Emmanuel Gonzalez, gave the orders to, if you see 50, shoot him on sight. Why would he say that? Like, do he have some prior history with 50, or? See, th th I don't, the whole story's not out. But I think this came from people that were actually 
told it in like the two officers came out and because they, they said it was said in the roll call. Yeah, and and I, I I know roll call as working security, and I, I was a supervisor, so I had yeah. to conduct roll call. Yeah, basically, before the shift starts, you give everybody they post assignments. You right. tell them where they're going to be, who's going to be partnered with who, et cetera, et cetera, and what's going on today as far as the post. Like, if I'm working in a certain precinct, yo, this is what's going on in this area. I need you three to cover that area. And be on the lookout, make sure nothing happens, etc. The rest of y'all, y'all just patrol the island areas and stuff like that. So mm -hmm. as a supervisor doing roll call, you telling them, you know, stuff to look out for. You basically assigning them where to where to go and stuff like that. Just like moving the pieces on the chessboard. Yeah. So I could I could see what what I could kind of visualize the situation, but it's like, why the hell would you tell them that? So we can have another dead rap on our hands? Like, what are we doing here? No, but not even that. Where does the beef stem from, like you said? Yeah, like that. That's questionable. You know, um, I don't get it. I don't get it. You think this might be made up? Do you think... Well, here's another good question. He could have been playing around. Is 50 telling the truth? I don't think he's playing. Nah, nah. He, he, wouldn't, he wouldn't put him on blast like that if he was playing. Um, he's not going to just point out a random cop and say, you know, that he said... But to, but to be... But to play devil's advocate here a little bit, and you know, we just said Jesse Smothers. We 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 questioned him. Mm -hmm. Should we be questioning Fifty if this whole shit is true, or is Fifty trying to take this cop off the street? Well, here's the thing, right? Because I did say whenever something happens to nobody, I'm not gonna believe it, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. And some people probably agree. Even gonna say, oh, you buy it for Fifty Cent. Fifty Cent don't have a track record of doing fuck shit. Mm. He's petty. He's petty, but he doesn't lie or make things up. Like when he on Instagram bashing Tiara Marie, bitch, better have my money, blah, blah, blah. You owe money mm -hmm. for suing and getting countersued in the process. If petty's not the word. I would never want to be for 50. <laughs> nah, not at all. I'm good. I'm good. 50, if you ever watch my podcast and I say something wrong... I'm, I'm sorry. sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> what Kanye said to Jay, don't send them killers at my head, ho. <laughs> like, <laughs> Yo, Kanye was scared to death. Like, no, 50's one of them guys I don't want no beef with. I don't even got the money to beef with a guy like that. Yeah. I, when, I, when I get the money, then we kind of talk. But, you know, until then... I'm broke, baby. I ain't got no money. You if know 50 I mean? ever got mad at me, I'll be like, I apologize. <laughs> what can I do? Can I? Listen, man. If 50 was to walk in here right now with all them goon niggas, I'm going to have to let them beat you up, man. Yeah. That, that's one fight. I don't know about this one, man. But I wouldn't be mad at it, though. <laughs> okay. As long as we got that understanding. I wouldn't be mad at it. Because I'd be like, yo, what happened? You'd be like, yo, it's 50. I'd be like, yeah, you're right. <laughs> that dude would kick you into the ground and to, uh, yeah, you're right. I don't know him for making up stories. Uh, I I would like to know more information on the history between these two. Mm -hmm. Definitely. I, I want to know how long he's been on the streets. I mean, how long he's been on the force. Um, if he was in Jamaica, there could have been prior incidents with 50. Yeah. Which got him... My dad had prior incidents with 50. Oh, wow. Okay. Done 50, but, you know, they were like... You know, 50 was already on record and stuff. And people said, oh, Curtis Jackson was uh, shooting. <laughs> oh, okay. 
and he knew the name Curtis Jackson 150 had blown up already. Oh, okay. And he was like, hey, do you know this 50 cent? <laughs> 150 had first got signed to M, and I'm like, yeah. And he was like, you know, I chased him before, so. Um, wow. Maybe it might have been prior was that to the, Was that the guy he said uh, the police chased him? He was on a four-wheeler or something like that? No, no, I don't think he ever physically chased him. He was just on the lookout for him. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, um, but... Cause that nigga said, I think it was the New Breed DVD or something, when he was sitting in Jamaica. He was like, the cops chased him. He was on the four-wheeler. He going through back blocks and shit like that. That, that might have been. My pops was 103rd Precinct, <coughs> which is... Oh, okay. Which is South Jamaica, which is where 50 grew up, so... Yeah. Uh, it, it, there's a couple other ones I want to talk about. Um, topics. I okay. forgot to bring up before. You know, we could go through our phone and, you know... Yeah, we do this. We email, we uh, text topics back and forth. No, no, I didn't, I didn't text you this one. I forgot. Well, still, let's see what other topics we were talking about. Takashi. Oh. oh. Hold on, hold on, hold okay, on. Okay, okay. Um, the Bun B saying Drake is a top ten lyricist. I gotta think about that. Who's better than Drake? <laughs> Yo, Drake, Drake has bro. lyrics, bro. Drake has lyrics. You don't write them. <laughs> That's not proven yet. Oh no, push your teeth We know Drake don't write it. I know, I know. We know who Quentin Miller is. Okay, okay. We know we know he doesn't. We know he doesn't. But the the lyric Okay, so I guess if lyricist stands on its own as you have to write it yourself, then yes, I guess. That's what I'm saying. Like we we could say Drake is a is a dope uh musician. He's a dope artist. But when you talk about rapping, lyricism, et cetera, et cetera, and Bun B, you from that cloth. Like, you shouldn't even be co-signing that. You feel what I'm saying? Like, that, that's just like, huh? Maybe he's looking out for himself, <laughs> paycheck-wise, feature-wise. <laughs> he wanted Drake. Bun B do not need no Drake feature. He a teacher or professor or something now. Oh, for him? Yeah. I didn't so know that. He, he don't even need that. And I respect his opinion, but my only thing is, and we know Drake is writing a good portion of his music. You understand what I'm saying? Like That's what I'm saying, too. So you can't take lyricists all the way away from him. He does write. Not all the way, but to, to put him top ten, I can't do that, man. I can't do that. Especially, I can't put him above Kendrick. I can't put him above Cole. I can't put him above Rakim. I can't put him above Banks. I can't put him above Fabulous. I can't I can't put him above Cassidy. Mm. Um, I can't put him above Joe Budden. Mm. M. M. J. Jada. Jada. I can't put him above Styles. I can't put him above DMX. Like, the list goes on. Dr. Dre. Nah, Dr. Dre. <laughs> come on, son. <laughs> can't you tell me no joke? Sorry, that... <laughs> come on. But still... <laughs> like, um, it, it's so many people that you can't say, game. Mm. You feel what I'm saying? Like, then you gotta go to corrupt. <laughs> game number two for pettiness. <laughs> Yeah, definitely, <laughs> definitely, most definitely. Um, um, yeah, you're right. Um, There's too many people to name. Like, first of all, even if we put him in the lyricist category, the niggas that I name, he not fucking with. Yeah. He not, like, on no level, like, and I'm pretty sure there's a whole bunch of other niggas that I miss, but you feel me? He not. He not, he not up there. Drake not like that. Yeah, Nas. Did you say Nas? No, I, I didn't even say Nas. Big pun. Uh, and if we're talking dead alive, you got to put big pun. Big pun. Like, big. He not. He, Drake not touching Big L. Yeah. 
Like, come on. Like, it, it's way too many. You feel what I'm saying? So, um, the Soldier Boy Breakfast Club interview is about to pass Takashi. I wrote this on Facebook. I wrote this on Facebook. I swear. That's where I got the topic from. Oh, okay. Yeah, because I seen your post. Uh, everybody focus on Takashi. You know, with Takashi. Not only that, the uh, the other news. Takashi might come home. Right? We got. We got. Oh. Without seeing no jail oh. time. Hold on. So we'll touch on both of them. We'll touch on both of them. We're gonna talk about this one. While Takashi's playing, but while Takashi's playing this whole troll game, and you have to be gangster and stuff, and everybody's talking about, well, he does have the most viewed. Check Breakfast Club Soldier Boy interview. Fifteen million in a shorter period than Takashi, I think. Yeah, he's there. He gonna pass. He gonna pass. He's Takashi. gonna pass Takashi. Woo, my boy Soldier, Big Draco. Yeah. Let's give it up for Big Draco. Yeah, yeah. Salute to Soldier Boy. Salute to Soldier Boy. Um, listen, and this is what we got to touch on as far as this um this Takashi shit. It's too many people out there saying that he's not a snitch. He's a snitch, bro. Let me explain why he's a snitch. Let me first of all explain what a snitch is. A snitch is a person who commits street crimes. When they get caught, they give up the people they were doing these crimes with in exchange for a lesser sentence or no sentence at all. Not snitching doesn't have anything to do with loyalty. It has to do with beating your case without implementing people. Mm -hmm. This is what people are not understanding. You can beat your case without implementing people. You can have your lawyer prove that you didn't commit these crimes or make it look like you didn't commit these crimes without implicating other people. There is no, I'm going to use these people for their image to get rich, for protection, etc., etc., then when we fall out, I get caught for certain crimes, and I'm going to tell on them. That's not how this game works. You understand? When you take on that street energy, you take on everything that comes with it. We're not allowing, like, I don't know what it is with society nowadays that they're allowing people to do stuff like this, like, y'all sit here all the time and you say, say society, you mean the fans? The fans, the urban community, all that. We get mad when somebody steps in our culture, comes up off of us, moves on, and forgets about us. This is what Takashi did stepping into the street world. Now, I say this, right? People saying, oh, well, Takashi wasn't gangster anyway, blah, blah, blah. That, that was going to be my point. But my thing is this. Whether you gangster or not, you still went and did these things with these people. Mm. If somebody comes along with three other people and they jump somebody, that person's to be held accountable still. Even if they pussy. Mm. You still came along and you chose to participate in this jumping. So you got to get what comes with that. Yeah. So, you don't say, oh, because they threatened to kill him and his family and shit. No, you get your lawyer to beat your case. You take the money that, you know, the millions of dollars that's in your bank account, and you move your family away. And it's not that hard because, trust me, with a million 
oh two whatever million was in your bank account, you can there's there's a you can get a nice house for five hundred thousand in cash. Oh yeah, I would love to do that. But let's be let's be honest, and especially if you move to Puerto Rico, you could get it for cheap. Uh, or even Florida, you know what I'm saying. But um, these dudes were planning to kill him. I'm not mad at him snitching, if that's what he did. The phone record said, "Let's we're gonna super duper violate this guy." So, so you're gonna protect somebody that was out to kill you? It's not protecting them. It's beating your case and walking away from the situation. I, now I, he shouldn't have done it to be. The difference between me and him though is I wouldn't have done it to begin with. I wouldn't be in this situation. But see, that's your point. You wouldn't be in a situation in the first place. He chose to be in that situation. So when you choose to sign up for them streets, you you got to take what comes with it. You have to. Because you can't be running around, you trolling, you telling everybody suck your dick, ah, ah. You able to safely walk the streets and tell people that and get away with it because you have these people behind you. Now that it's a public thing, that these people know that you're not fucking with these guys no more, and now they look at you as a rat, you can't go nowhere now. You was on Instagram telling all these niggas to suck your dick. You can't go to Chicago. You don't have no street people around you no more. You'll get hurt out there. I got I got a quick story for you. I want your and, opinion and on be, be, Hold oh, on. My before bad, my be, bad, my before bad. we move on. No, no. It's, it's kind of relating to the whole thing. But, um... Back to the whole, you know, what snitching is thing. Is Takashi a snitch? Yes. Because the stuff that he was participating in, Takashi had about nine charges. Including firing guns, mm. helping to rob people and things of that nature. Paying somebody to kill somebody. Pay, paying somebody to put a hit on, like putting a hit on somebody, literally. Um, which, is, which sometimes is worse than actually doing the killing. Yeah, you paying somebody to, to to do it. You know, um, getting a um, getting involved in a drug transaction, which he stated, you know, in the in the in the uh, in court. You know, like you're so, doing all of this. You brought up you you getting your charges. They're about to smack you with forty seven years, and you say, oh. I can't do 47 years. Let me tell on these guys. Are you, are you mad that he might come home scot-free? Yes. I, I'm not. He I, is I, I like home scot-free. Like, He's like not getting any time. Well, we don't know that for a fact yet. We, we, no, they said... In, 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 you didn't watch the Vlad TV interview with his baby mother? No, no. They're saying that this is the possibility. But no, the judge not, has never not, said... Not possibility. This is the agreement he signed. So when does he come home? The trial and everything with everything else has to go because, th listen, this is the thing. The transcripts and everything is what they're still deliberating and shit in court. So he, he, he's going to court to tell them everything he knows. Oh, shit. <laughs> so th there's court transcripts saying, you know, with him saying, yo, I participated in the drug transaction to increase my standing in the non-trade non game. I put a hit out on this guy to increase my standing in the non-trade game. This is what he's saying. Wow. And he's detailing everything that happened. Does, and this um, is his, it's a plea agreement. So he's agreed to do all of this. And she brought the paperwork. Well, look, and he, he, the toughest guys could be snitches. Look at Sammy the Bull. That's how John Gotti went down. For those yeah. of the, the, that don't know. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and, and, that, and that, you know what? That's, that's a crazy thing. 
to be a stone cold gangster and a snitch. <laughs> you don't want to you don't want to mix up with a person like that because they'll kill you and <laughs> they'll snitch on you and you can't and tell you yeah what you gonna do about it. I snitched on you and what? Uh, uh, have you ever met any of those? Mm, I hope not. <laughs> Uh, all right. Well, can I say my story? It's all related. Go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, yeah, it's a little bit of a story. I don't. But I just wanted to clarify that. Yes, Takashi is a snitch. I don't. He did street crimes with these guys. He got caught, and now he's giving them up. I don't care what they betrayed him or whatever the case may be. He still told on those guys. He's a snitch. I'm the right. I'm a fan. I'm happy he's coming home. I hope he. I hope he's learned his lesson. That that's my feeling on Takashi. I was, you know, cause and you know what? You being a civilian, I respect that standpoint. Thank you. <laughs> like, with all the memes making fun of him when he was going down and stuff, too, I was like, damn, these niggas are cold-hearted. You're not talking about no no light sentence here. You're talking about a 20-year-old kid seeing life. It That's some serious shit. It does matter when you sign up for the streets. When you sign up for the streets. But you, you said you're not mad at my, at my decision. Nah, nah, nah. Because you're a civilian. You know, you know who we need to get to interview, man? Channel Mac. I fuck with China Mac. Listen, we have to ask him that. Okay, okay, I'm with that. Um, Even though Vlad probably already asked him. Yeah, Vlad, guess what? <laughs> Vlad interviews China Mac. He interviews Lord Jamor and then China Mac the day after. Yeah, <laughs> he just like puts he, on rotation. <laughs> and then Charlemagne, and then, you know. Uh, so, my story, real quick. My boy, we went. This is back when I was young. Okay. No names and stuff, alright? Mm-hmm. My friend picking up. I used to just drink. I'm a drinker. Freaking my my boy, my boy sells weed. He was in the van. We go to the mall. Okay. My boy gets out the back seat. He goes sells weed. Comes back in, but he's a jokester. He comes running back in. Go go go! We're like, oh shit! My friend takes off, right? Okay. We get pulled over. Private cops. My friend was just joking. And he was like, no, I'm just joking. But he looks nervous as fuck. <laughs> he was like, I was just nervous, right? So we're like, all right, well, you got nothing on you, right? No, I'm good, I'm good, I'm good. Right? So then the private cops pull us over. My PBA card, they don't even care. They look at that shit, keep looking. <laughs> the the plain clothes, you know? Okay, yeah, yeah. So, you know, they're questioning me. And, and I'm calm as hell because... Okay. We literally didn't do nothing wrong. The only thing he did wrong was sell weed, and they that was done, you know? Yeah. So, my friend's nervous. Yo, can I make a call? Oh, yeah, yeah. And, and I'm just looking at him like, why the fuck is he so nervous for? Mm-hmm. Okay. Boom, boom, boom. Cops. All right, guys, don't joke around like that. There was a fight that happened. That's why we pulled you over. It was... Teenagers in the van. I was like, all right, sorry, officer, thanks. My friend's like, uh-oh, I had coke on me. We're like, what the fuck are you doing with coke? He was like, nah, I, was, I was selling that shit, you know, fuck you. Blah, 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 whatever. I thought about this story, like, years later. I'm like, let's say they find the coke on him or in the car. Because okay. I think he put it somewhere in the car. Okay. Um... What if I would have been like, I don't know, that was him, bro. <laughs> would that make me a snitch? 
Because he never told me, look, I have coke. I didn't know he was riding around with coke. If you tell me you have coke and I ride around with you, and I'm not saying I would have, I don't know what I would have done. But I always thought about that scenario. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, let's say they did find coke that day. And I would have been like, I don't know, that was his. <laughs> would I have been a snitch? See, situations like that are tricky. Situations like that are tricky because, first of all, here's my thing, right? And, and I, I'm not, I'm not a driver right now. But when I get a car, anybody who get in my car, my first thing I'm gonna tell them, yo, if you dirty, let me know. Right. Also, if we get pulled over, you taking your charge. Mm-hmm. But let me know so that way I know what I'm getting into with driving with you. Because I'm not trying to be driving with nobody that's dirty and I don't know. Because they find something in my car and I know it's not mine. Oh, no, nah, it's going to be a problem. Yeah. You know, and, and that, that, that. Well, I actually situation. remember he didn't put it in the car. He had a water bottle that he put it like on the bottom of the water. Okay. The, uh, so, you know, stuff, stuff like that is real tricky. It's just like, um, with stuff like that, people got to understand. Like, yo, you, you have to have it set to where if you fuck with somebody that's dealing with, you know, drugs and stuff like that, when they get in your car, you got to be able to, uh, y'all just have to have that conversation beforehand. Like, yo, you know, they, they first of all, they should come to you and tell you, yo, I got so-and-so on me, blah, blah, blah. Well, I was just a passenger. I'm not the one driving. But 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 he he should have told the driver. Yeah, I because think so, this too. is the thing: if they find something in the car, they're gonna question the driver. I think so too. I agree. And with you. I'm gonna keep it a buck with you. If the driver, like legit, doesn't know that a person is dirty in their car and something get found in their shit, yes, he has a right to say, "Yo, that's his shit." You feel what I'm saying? I'm not considering do, that. Do speech. I have a right to say it as the passenger and this dude like one of my best friends? If I'm in the station. Oh, I just oh, I just say I don't know, but then you got three of us saying I don't know. You a passenger, so you can you can say I don't know, cause you're a passenger. Mm. You feel what I'm saying? Um, it's three of y'all, so it's enough room for you to say I don't know. It's actually four of us. Yeah, so yeah, it's enough room for you to say you don't know or it's not mine. <clears throat> you know, at the end of the day, it's not your car. So if it's not your car, you don't have to know that you know that's there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you can rightfully say, "Yo, that that's not mine." But yeah. um, the other three people, at some point within that, they better come up with a plan. Like, "Yo, we gonna somebody gonna admit to this?" Or and, and, and you know the reason why I bring up that story is because the Takashi shit reminded me of it. Because I was like twenty one, twenty two at the time. Yeah. And I and I think like, damn, what the fuck would I have done? Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. So. Yeah, so we we've been in those type of situations where you know somebody might have got pulled over and yo somebody had to go like they find some weed or something on you they take they then they gotta take you it is what it is but you know take your take your weed charge you feel what I'm saying that's all you gotta do this would have been stronger than the weed charge though oh yeah it would definitely would have been you know um like I'm gonna keep it like this like there were certain events that I went on the road for and. Certain people, you know, had stuff on them, but it was understood before that road trip started. Yo, you got such and such on you? Okay. Understand that if we get pulled over... That's on you. You got to take that. Yeah. Like, even if I'm dirty, 
But yeah. whoever shit they find, that's who that, that's who gotta go. Yeah, yeah. You feel what I'm saying? So that that's just be what it is. You feel me? Like like I said, you these conversations gotta be had upon, you know, departing and getting in somebody's vehicle. Oh, we didn't talk about Dame Dash apology. Well, we we get to that. That shit was that shit was uh people were like yo Dame turns. <laughs> That was like a backhanded apology. It really was a backhanded apology. That's why I like Dane. Pe- people took it as like... They were like, oh, Jay-Z scared him. I'm like... Yeah, like he been... So, you didn't notice when he said, oh... Y'all could I, live your life the way you want. Something like he, that. He was like, I apologize for y'all not having the same morals that I do. Mm-hmm. Y'all didn't catch that? That's not an apology. <laughs> that is not an apology, son. That's basically saying, I'm sorry that you're a sucker. Like, yeah, yeah. That's pretty much all he said. You feel me? Um, I'm about to call up Debo, uh, Queen of the Ring. Get him up here to the, you know discuss this card. See if he um in the mood to talk, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Debo. See if he pick up. Yo, Debo, what's going on? What's going on? You got some time to talk? Because um, I'm recording an episode of my podcast right now. And I wanted to get you on to talk about uh, Queen of the Ring. And the card that's right coming now. up. Is that right now? Yeah. Alright, what's good, y'all? It's No Mercy. I'm here with the homie Jesse Reekin. We're here doing a No Mercy TV podcast. And we got a special guest on the phone. Introduce yourself. Oh. <laughs> We got Debo from Queen of the Ring here, man. Give it up for him. I just gave it to you. <laughs> alright, alright, alright. What's going on? What's up? What's good, man? You got a dope card coming up, man. Queen of the Ring looking like it's back officially now. Mind your business. <laughs> Yo, can you you mind being professional for once, Debo? Always unprofessional? Hell yeah. <laughs> What's the card? What's the card? So, yeah, tell us a bit about the card, man. Tell us a bit about the matchups. Uh, you got Miss Hustle who want to come back? Just look, show me the flyer so I, so I can see it. So I got you. Yeah, 
How you ain't see the flyer already? <laughs> that's a, I, I, you know that's, that's so. Um, let's talk about how it was uh, setting up the matchups. Cause twelve versus forty bars. This is yo. The fans been asking for this one for a minute though. Like this yeah. one of them ones. Mm. making his Queen of the Ring debut. You know, can I say something about that too? I remember when Overhead was the first guy to make the Queen of the Ring and everybody mm -hmm. joked on him. Now it's like an honor. Now you have to be like top tier to to be the Queen of the Ring. I yes, a, a, a dude being on Queen of the Ring is actually a great thing. Like, you have to be a special talent to get caught, that call. No, but when Overhead got it at first, they used yeah. to joke on him like crazy. You know what I mean? And then... Look at this, Twerk, who was the newest, newest, biggest thing, you know? Yeah, I mean, you had Tay Rock on the card, you had Rex on the card, you know? How, how did you set this one up? Jesse, you hired again. <laughs> Thanks, dude. You got his job back? Yeah, you got your job back. Don't fuck this one up. I try, I try, I try. So, so let me ask you, how hard or how easy was it to get Miss Hustle back? Because I thought she was focused on her music. I thought she was stone cold, retired. You know, everybody say they retired. Shit going 
Yeah. So, Ten minutes of material. What, that, that's what that it, that it happened before. Yeah. One of the best matches right. ever, Rex versus Young Ill, is a one round. Right. Yeah, you know? right. that's so a fact. That's a fact. Chess versus Dre Dennis, shameless plug. Because they want that cosign, but we as fans, we want to hear it fresh like everybody else. Yeah. 
Yeah, yeah. And so, Dolly and, and Jada Ray is such a queen of the ring battle. I wanted to cater to the queen of the ring fans. I didn't want to go too outside the box where, you know, things are, where any, any, any other league could get this type of battle or whatever. I want to make a queen of the ring card. You know okay, that? yeah. So that, that, that's catered to the queen of the ring, ring, ring fans. Okay, next up we got uh, Mulatto, Black, and Cheddar. Yo, Mulatto, fucking Black, She's fucking a Cheddar, man. Let me tell you something. This is going to be a bar for bar fight. I don't give a fuck what nobody say. Excuse my friends. I know I'm cursing up the storm, but... <laughs> She, she's yeah. from Trap House, right? Yeah, yeah. She's from the old school Trap House. No, I, I'm not. I mean, she's from. She started there at Trap House, right? I think so. So, so she, so. Yeah, she's okay, dope. I've seen her live a couple times. Oh, I stopped talking over to be played I've been, with. I've been trying to get I've been trying to get Cheddar on that on the circuit to just kill shit left and right for a very long time and this is like this, on being on this card Cheddar can showcase who she really is and shit like that like this is crazy other than the fact that she battled one of the top girls in Queen of the Ring on female battle rap period which is 40 bars and shit she showcased her skills there you yeah. know she trying to take she trying to take 40 head off and shit you know what I'm saying that's a fact and, She gonna be barking in there like she mulatto hype. Smack DVD rapper, like that's the type of car. That, <laughs> like she gives you that feel. Get it. 
Nah, it's definitely not. This shit could be battle of the night, my guy. Yeah, that's a fact. That could be battle of the night, easily. I say all that to say, fans that buy these tickets do not sleep on this fucking battle, thinking this shit is weak. This shit, nothing near weak. This shit, the bars that's going to come out of here, it's going to be so fucking crazy. Let me tell you what they're doing right now, a lot of them They're going back and forth on social media in the most professionalist way. Yeah, I've seen it. I'm not trying to get fired again, but <laughs> um, one one of the dopest things were uh, the boxing rings. Is it is it going to be in the boxing ring? Yes, sir. I, I, and I I thought that was one of the most creative angles ever. Like that's where battles should be shot. If you actually think about it, I I think that's a genius idea. I appreciate that, brother. I appreciate that. Um, let's get to the last battle. Uh. How you wait? How you pronounce her name? Is it Rx or is it Reese? Well, um, you know, her nickname is Reese. That's what everybody call her. Okay. Um, but her battle rap name is Rx. Okay. Okay. So it's, it's Rx versus Torture. Okay, because I I'll see her name on Facebook and I didn't know if like that was the way you pronounce her battle name or you know what I mean. So yeah, yeah, we don't we don't call it like the people that know her know call her Reese and shit. We don't call her Reese. Okay. Okay. So, uh, so I'm battle rapping with RX. Okay. So, okay. RX versus Torture. West Coast, the Compton versus Brooklyn, man. That's what I call this, man. Woo. That's what it is. Compton versus Brooklyn. Both girls have been on the come up. Torture came in the same time. Cheddar came in and Torture and Cheddar gave me a classic. Yeah, they did. I'm fucking classic. If you're a real queen in the ring fan, you know how much of a classic that fucking battle is. Yeah, that battle was fire. Yeah.
To this question, what in the history of Queen of the Ring, what is your favorite battle and why? Or is that too like general to answer? category like so what 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 gave you yeah
you know, you know what else I noticed by going to your events and stuff, like um, like if you go to a smack event, like back in the day when you used to go to a smack event in your event, the LGBT community was a lot more at your event. Um, it, I mean, you know, is that so? Like, why do you think that is? And like, you know, are you proud of that? You know what? I, like, you couldn't really go to a smack event and see gay people like that but you go to your event and they're there you know like no big deal right well, well you know um with females uh everybody's attracted to you know to, to, that, to that gender as far as wanting to hang out what to be with that person or what have you you got dudes that's attracted to females you got the LGBT community I always fuck that up when I say it so <laughs> Because, like, even when I was at Summer Madness 2, like, I was seeing, I seen two, you never probably would have seen at a rap event before. Yeah. You know, so it, it was just, you know, that tells you that battle rap is reaching different audiences. Mm-hmm. Whether it's through the, through the female battles or through the male battles. Mm-hmm. You know, people yeah, from you know, everywhere. Yeah, people just want to come and experience, but at least one time in their life, they want to experience what they see on YouTube. You know what I'm saying? So, we had various people come out from overseas and different parts of the world and stuff to come and you know show love and stuff like that and I really do appreciate that we appreciate that at the bottom of our heart trust me when I tell you because that just makes that just has been making a difference in the world yeah also say this too man you're you're an innovator you're a trendsetter when when i started battle rap arena i met you and you had like the first all-girl league going and you made a name for yourself in that sense uh you you're a freaking league owner if you mention smack you mention organic i feel like you have to mention debo um and it, it during my days in battle rap arena it was such an honor to interview you and i'm glad you're doing your thing I appreciate that, Jesse, man. I appreciate that. One thing I do say is, uh, I don't really have no, no, I really don't make no big deal about stuff like that, man, because I know what it is, you know. Unfortunately, women are treated as second, second class citizens in the world, especially black women, you know, so they don't get the mention as the great thing, like a Michael Jordan or Mike Tyson or, you know what I'm saying, uh, Kobe Bryant or some skill on him. They don't get those mentions as frequent. Or consistent as, as, as they should, you know. Uh, you got Serena Williams.
9th of this year, of course. 2 p.m. to 9 p.m. International Boxing Gym, 953 Cypress Avenue, Ridgewood, New York. It's going down. Y'all doing pay-per-view? Listen, if y'all doing pay-per-view, you better promote it. <laughs> I know y'all going to... We're leaning toward it, we're thinking about it, but I have to really see if I want to take pay-per-view and then I'm really not doing pay-per-view. Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay, so it's too early to uh, tell. Right, so if I do it, y'all will all know. Trust me, I'll do one of my blogs on the roof and shit that everybody knows get a pay-per-view and get a one. All right, cool. We, we need the, uh, the red carpet treatment when we come to the event, by the way. <laughs> No, Debo, we need we need you here after the day after the event if that's cool. That's cool. That's what's up. Okay. Tell you my guys, man. I fuck with Marcy and I fuck with you. You know what I'm saying? Um, fucking, it's whatever y'all want to do, man. Just let me know, Jess. All right, cool, cool. I would have told you sooner. You know what I mean? But it just came to my mind, and I remember you had to the same with me. You had called me while you when you tried to call me while you was going live one day. So, I was like, you know what? Let me call Debo TV up for a talk right now. You know what I'm saying? Well, let me just let me just add this last thing, man. You know what I'm saying? Uh, to the fans that's listening on this show, for the four, four to five people that's going to listen to this show. <laughs> God damn. I want y'all to understand that, you know, when you come out March night, man, y'all going to be good. It's going to be a safe environment. No more of that bullshit going on. That's that situation that, you know, we... we Yeah, and we ain't even mad at that. Like it's business over here. So all y'all people that's going, you you know they like to say uh, <clears throat> everybody likes to throw the snitch word around nowadays. Like no, when it comes to business, we got business to get done. We got an event. We want people to enjoy, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. So if people got to get thrown out, they got to get thrown out. That's just what it is. <laughs> can't judge people off reactions. If you provoke right. something, then you got to take whatever comes with it. Right, and I'm not talking about no fighting shit. I know y'all motherfuckers are people. I'm not talking about none of that shit. She'll be handled in the most professional manner. And you'll make your head spin. We this nigga while they're dead. That's what this nigga, that's what he did. situations at events and like let's say it's something that might have started like um online because you know how a lot of them be going at it in facebook groups and stuff like that 
Do you um, usually catch those things before they spiral out of control? That's a good question. Listen, I used, I used to do that shit, but I don't care about doing that shit no more. Okay. I don't okay. care about that shit. That shit's not my problem. You know what I mean? Yeah. Being in too many people, being in trying to help shit out of me, shit. I ain't even mad at that. Do you want to keep them off from the last topic I want to talk about? Nobody should be mad at that. There's a place of business, and that's how we treat it. Yeah. And I think that should go for future in all battle rap events. Like, anybody who's being a, a pretty much a cancer to the event, they got to go. That's it. Yo, uh, Debo, I, we want to bring up another topic we want to talk about. If you want to talk about it with us. We're going to talk about the Dame Dash Jay-Z apology. Oh, okay. What about it? What would you feel? Let me say acting what I think about it? Yeah, well, I I thought it was a... I thought it was a backhanded apology. Do you want to bring it up, Merce? Do you want to... Yeah, I, 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 of course it was a backhanded apology. He ain't mean that shit. Like, he, you, you heard what he said. Um, I apologize that y'all don't have the same morals that I do. Yeah. I, I, and then a lot of people are saying, oh... Well, you know, Jay Z got something on him and stuff. I didn't take the apology as serious. Tell you, <laughs> uh, what was your thoughts, Debo? Um, I don't know. I just think the apology was weird. Sorry to cut you off. I don't really think he meant to take it back. I thought it was he was halfway being sarcastic. I mean, that's the way I viewed it. Yeah.
Now people are recognizing who he is because of podcast, though, because he always wanted to keep his. Ma, from Joe Budden Podcast, isn't that Big's younger brother? studio, man. We need that whole history. <laughs> nah, me and D were going to battle. Oh, you going to battle him? You going to battle. You going to bring up the old album covers on him? <laughs> oh, yeah. I got to find the old the old Dr. Dre like album covers with the, <laughs> with the, the flannel <laughs> shirts and all that. Now I think Chief to- Chief told me you you were what your you had a group. It wasn't you by yourself, right? Yeah, it wasn't me by myself. I was in a group. It, it was three. Uh, so we we're gonna, we got to do our Nard War history. God <laughs> so, damn. Yeah. We got to pull the files out. For we got to read the files out, man. <laughs> Yeah. It was so cold turkey when I 
got you. Yeah. Okay, okay. It's, it's, it's so So we got we can we so basically we have a whole other story on our hands. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Okay. So so the battle rap world we just don't understand how separate those two entities are and how how they struggle to get to where they need to be and shit when it comes to music and shit. That's okay. Noticing that at now, and and tell me if I'm wrong or tell me where they're going if they're right. The wild night, the wild and out guys. They're doing the wild and out route. They're, they're not really battle rapping. Is that their right for you to give them advice? Is that their right route or should they just come back to battle rap? Let's say they die out or something. Mm -hmm. Like, should they? They, 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 they gonna be good. They got Nick. They under Nick Cannon. Nick Cannon is the president of Nick Nickelodeon. Like, he always gonna have work for them. No, but he like Timothy Delgado. You know. smart to do that you know what I mean they, they already know like oh I can't do that uh, no matter who it is but I mean there, there's definitely people that alright uh, shit I don't want to mention names but alright let's say like this, I said I don't want to mention names and Debo said go ahead and mention those names right <laughs> So like disaster, airing out King of the Dot the way he did. Do I? Do you recommend stuff like that? Recommend what? Uh, Battle Yeah. Uh, well, basically, I guess if you're pissed at somebody, would you go at it that way? How you tell me to air out names in the? <laughs> How you tell me to nah, air out names in the, 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 the political part? <laughs> but the exact business, nah, I hear you. It though. ain't you know for really anybody else to speak on, you know. What, what, I, what, I, what I will tell you this is on both sides. I just, I just, I just think for these owners and battle rappers, if they have a discrepancy, they should be held behind closed doors. Yes, I fully agree with that. Because what you do, what you put in part of the public, everybody else gets. Battle rappers are creative creatures. 
body would go. They start getting, you know what I'm saying, feeling that way and shit like that. And shit gets worse and worse. And, did you give your Matt versus Hollow recap? Did I give my Matt versus what? Hollow recap. No, I, I didn't do a recap. Did you see the Do I see the recap? No, no, I, he, he, no he I'm, I'm just asking. One. If you but, gave one, there, there's a lot of people that gave recaps and stuff. Uh, what, what? But did, did you see the battle? <laughs> Now we don't want to get your we want to 3 0 clearly, in my opinion. Say it again. 3-0 clearly in my opinion. 3-0? Mm-hmm. In my opinion too. <laughs> oh shit. Well yeah. we'll we'll wait we'll wait for you to watch the battle and you're up here and we talk about it. I mean, listen man, if niggas is wow, it's cold out here. If motherfuckers are saying that it's a three oh, what am I to say? You know what I'm saying? I mean, Yeah, that's a fact. If it drops. Yeah, support me. I'm about to put out some my my shut the fuck up uh, merchandise line in a minute, man. Pal, shut the fuck up. Oh no, you gotta make me one of those. I need one of those. The sweaters, the shirts. Awkward's had that. Well, he had shut the fuck up and rap. He had those shirts. (laughs) Just shut the fuck up. crazy. Like, imagine him in a ring with a phaser yelling, shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> I got three or four shut the fuck up in me last night. Oh, man. Oh, yeah, man. Dude. So, so you, you give it to our five, four or five fans. The four or five views we get. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, the, yeah. I, I, so how did you, before I let you go, one last question, because I haven't interviewed you in a minute. How did you meet Babs? Meet Babs. Um, she called me out of the blue. And, you know, pretty much said she's a big fan of Queen of the Ring. What's up? Let's, you know what I'm saying? Let's do something. Oh, and wow. I pretty much, the genius that I am, pretty much knew I need a uh, female figurehead. Mm-hmm. Because I wasn't trying to be a forefront person of a female battle. Like, that makes no sense. Yeah, you know that, that's because true. often men are looked at as oppressors to women. So I said, yo, let me get a female that's, that didn't burn no bridges, that's cool with a lot of people, and that's from the streets. She, she fit the perfect mold. That's a mm-hmm. fact. So, I agree. 
And she got her own saying, give it up for the ladies. That's okay. that's that's in battle rap. That's that's in um battle rap history. Battle rap culture. <laughs> I do agree with you that you're a genius. Has your genius mind ever thought of putting Babs in the ring? Wait, uh, as far as the battle? Yeah. <laughs> but why though? Like, let's say it was like against Lady Luck or Remy Ma. I'm not saying Remy Ma right now, but I'm saying in the future. Let me tell you something, um, Jesse. Wouldn't, wouldn't you love to see that battle, Mars? I haven't heard Babs rap in years, so I wouldn't even know. Let me tell you something, Jesse. She got her two girls on national TV. That's enough for me. Don't need to see Bad Battle. She's an entrepreneur. She's a boss. And I'm not saying that. She's bigger than anybody. But she's doing too much putting people on already. I got you. That's a fact. That's pretty much it with that. Y'all want anything else, man? I want to see all that old. No. Yeah, I, I forgot you got a curfew and all that. So, damn, it's 946. You're supposed to be in bed already. No one fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> nah, we appreciate you coming on, man. For real. For yeah, real. we appreciate you big time, man. And if you could come on the Monday after the battle, we—I mean, live here. Uh, yeah, no problem. And we will be in the building for Watch the Throne Three. Yes, sir. Yeah, y'all better pay y'all tickets though. No, I don't. Alright, man. <laughs> I know Mercy's good, but I have to pay. I'm good. I'll pay. <laughs> But now, um, that was Debo, No Mercy TV podcast. Um, the original guest, you know, we pretty much trying to reschedule, but it was good to have our first guest on the show. Yeah. Even if it was over the phone, you know. Um, we we working on, you know, doing live guests. We try, like I said, we tried to have a live guest for y'all tonight, but um, it ain't work out. So I saw, know, I saw the DM. I was, I was yeah, you seen the DM. So <laughs> <laughs> who knows? Maybe he woke up late or something like that. But you know. We'll get him back on. You could tell it was a genuine mistake. Yeah, yeah. Like, it wasn't no bullshit because we have been communicating this whole time. So, you know, I don't peg him as somebody who's not reliable. You feel what I'm saying? So, what did he write? Oh, my God. Oh, oh my God, bro. <laughs> Exclamation mark. <laughs> I'm like, God damn. So, Debo's funny as fuck, man. Yeah, um, shout out to Debo. That's the homie, man. Make sure y'all be in the building. Uh, What's the name? March, March 9th, right? March. Yo, you know that's the day. Biggie died? Yeah. The greatest rapper of all time died on March night. Hold on. Whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> Did he can't have been said that? No, I know, but Biggie's not the greatest rapper of all time. I know what you're talking about. The greatest rapper of all time died on March night. God bless his soul. Rest in peace, kid. It's because of him. At least I know now. I know what beef is. Mm-hmm. See, it's not what I record this. <laughs> uh, yeah, because I don't want to get a YouTube strike. Talking about trying to do a couple of uh, But, um... And, yeah, and that was you know problem. what else Biggie said that you like? What? No. I did not like that bar, so we're not going to do that. You told Girl, me that was your favorite bar. Girl, you look so good. No, that's not my favorite bar. Get out of here. <laughs> you said, you said, you called me, you said, yo, Jess. This dude said. You wish. <laughs> he was like, yo, that shit was fun. Oh. Uh, nah. What, is Biggie your favorite rapper? No. Okay. They got two albums. How the how 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 you gonna be anybody favorite? Technically album? three. You talk. Nobody counts Biggie duets as an album. He he's a lot of people's favorite though. I will say that. Nah, he, nah. It, it's cool to be a lot of people's favorites, but 
I can't give him the greatest of all time title. Like, people be doing that sympathy shit. Like, oh, he's the greatest because he died. He died. Like, yeah, you no, he do. had two phenomenal I albums. I agree with you. Even with Pun, I can't do that. Yeah, like, these, these guys have... one and a half. These guys have phenomenal music. Don't get it twisted, but... So then, and then I write on Facebook, right? And I got killed. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm getting hyped. <laughs> I write on Facebook. Big Pun is... but be- I mean, Fat Joe's better than Big Pun. I get killed. How? Of course, of course, lyrically, boom, if they're sitting next to each other rapping, mm-hmm. of course Big Pun is better. Resume or work-wise and stuff, Fat Joe 15 years, I don't even think Big Pun had a song like Lean Back, tell you the truth, that that rocked rooms like like Lean Back did. That's I mean, well, not while he was alive, but I ain't gonna front that, um, the, the, what's the name drink with Donald Jones? I don't Jones. wanna be a player. I don't wanna be a player was huge. Yeah, you know, so he he's had huge hit records, and I don't want to play it. I don't uh be a player. That was a huge record, like that was a club shut down. Like that was one of them type of joints. So he he definitely had um some hits. I still think Fat Joe was b- better in the sense of well, Fat Joe got overall more music anyway. So that's what I'm saying. So he has a better catalog, right? Yeah. Or not? And, and people, people, this, and this, this is why people try to give people the whole the greatest of all time, even though they had only a few albums, because they're giving them a pass because they died. And while yeah. I understand they don't have control over, you know, them dying, I mean, they still died. They didn't put out enough uh, product. Yeah. Save it, right? Yeah. Save. Um, yeah, I mean, but I look at my favorite rapper, too. Hey, and I thought about this, too. We're not doing the whole top five shit. We just got a few minutes to kill. Yeah. So, Eminem is my favorite rapper. Okay. Now, I would, I would even say he only has three solid albums that you could listen to front and back. And that was his first three. That's how you could tell it was genuine. Mm. Okay. So. Uh, like we said, the, the person who rescheduled, straight genuine. We we, we really yeah, know yeah. what happened. So, um. Uh, you got to let him know, though, like, bro, we needed you. <laughs> like, <laughs> you got... You can't let him off the hook that easy. No, no, no. For me, he good. Like you feel what I'm saying. But you gotta say, bro, we were depending on you. Something like that. <laughs> um, I think M. For me, M is my favorite. Even though with two solid albums, I mean three solid albums. I like from Slim Shady to Eminem show. I could listen it to front and back. I can. Encore is where it starts getting iffy. <laughs> And then I understand people, yo, I remember when I first heard Encore and I heard Big Meanie. Oh, Big okay. Meanie or Big Weenie or, <laughs> and I'm like, damn, if Jay-Z put some shit like, <laughs> he would get killed, bro. Like, but, but that's him, him being white, he can cater to that. He could, he could get that, I know yeah, what you mean, yeah. So. But it was a horrible song, though. Yeah, Eminem got a couple of horrible songs. He got a lot of songs that were good at the time, but didn't age well. Not in the first three albums. Um, not the first three albums. Let me see. I feel like Marshall Mathers LP is a classic. Marshall um, Mathers LP was the best. Yes, 
You think you think that was his best album? Yeah. Okay, so I, I'll agree with you there because that's the album I listen to the most from him. Um, I love Recovery. And well, I don't think every song is dope. Honestly, I could listen to Recovery front to back. Yeah. And, but this is my thing. Re- recovery kind of hits home for me because I was going through some shit at the time. Right, right. And when that album dropped and I listened to it, that shit immediately brought me back to life. Is that the I one with it. Deja Vu? Mom, that's in the bit. Mom. Is Mom. Deja Vu on Recovery? I think so. No, Deja Vu, I think it's on Relapse. Relapse. I like. I love Relapse. I ain't gonna lie. Yeah, I can't. Uh, nah, a lot of people don't like it. I understand that. There are a couple songs. Deja Vu, though. Re- Ma, trying to act weird again. He's trying on his beard again. Like, that shit, Relax man. That shit for me, on. because I have, I, I have this insane love for horror movies. Relapse was a horror movie in MP3 format for me. <laughs> you get what I'm saying? Like I don't, but that's the funniest shit. No, but you, 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 what I'm saying is the vibe of the songs. You have, yeah. all right, you heard, you heard 3 a.m. Mm-hmm. Um, he has another song called Stay Wide Awake. Um, he has same song and dance. He has a whole bunch of songs yeah, yeah. with such a dark tone. Yeah. You feel me? And it's just gory, him talking about cutting people up and stuff like that, so... You know, um, but anyway, they just told us we got to go. They said to get the fuck out. Even though we got five minutes left. (laughs) Yeah, but we still got to. It's best to start wrapping up. You know, um, appreciate Debo for coming through. Yes, sir. Um, We definitely covered a lot of dope topics today. We may see if we have Cortez next week. Yes, we are going to try for Cortez. Um, You know, he got caught up. He's going to be here today. But, you know, he's going to try to reschedule for next week. So, If not, two weeks from now. Okay. Either, either one. But the Cortez episode will be coming soon. Yes. We're going to talk about a lot of stuff. I also got Iron Solomon on deck. Iron Solomon. Um, Shout out to Solomon. Debo, you seen Debo said he's going to come back. Hold you on. Know, I'm going to read Solomon's text to me. No, don't. don't after don't, the math battle. Don't read his text. After the math battle. He's not going to. You think he'll get offended by it? No, nah, don't, don't do that. On, you don't want to read him. Okay. But, um, you know. um, And my boy, Tyrone. Jackpot James. Okay. Tyrone. He's a boxer, 10 and 0, signed to Joe, uh, Joe DeGuardia. We're going to have him on. And those are our future guests for so. And we're working on way more than that. So, uh, No Mercy TV Podcast. I'm No Mercy. I'm Jesse Reekin. Follow me at Jesse Reekin 1 on Twitter. And Jesse Perez on Facebook. And we'll be back at you soon. Bye. <laughs>